With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everybody online looking good. I'm kind of in the mood for some stimulating conversation. Start sequence. Five, four, three, two, one. And now, Vision Talk. Get in on the discussion now. Lines are open. And now, here's your host, Richie L. And I have a couple of websites for you. ChristianTalkThatRocks.net or ChristianTalkThatRocks.com. Take your pick. Both equally as delicious and nutritious. Live on our email address, talk to richiel at gmail.com, T-A-L-K-T-O-R-I-C-H-I-E-L at gmail.com, talk to richiel at gmail.com. This broadcast available in various podcast locations and format, and here's just a handful. There's way more than this. Pandora, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Deezer, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Radio.net, on and on and on. Can't keep up. Flagship station WMVA, The Gold Rush, which also rebroadcasts Friday's show on Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon, Eastern. They can also be found at odyssey.com and radio.net as well. I was, pardon me, I was still suffering a little bit uh, from allergies. Bear with me just a moment. Let me... uh, Clear the throat here. Hang on, just I'm gonna kill the mic. You'll hear like about three seconds of silence. Ah, there we go. <clears throat> Drinking a bit of a homemade brew there. <laughs> no, it's not moonshine or something illegal. It's a crazy there. Uh, but just the the throat just is not uh, voice box just not where it used to be. It's, it's all the drainage and garb this time of year, uh, fall and spring. Same thing, fall and spring. A lot of fall, and it's getting warm here. It's going to get warm here on the East Coast in uh, next day or two. We've had it's been kind of semi cool and some rain and all that, and that settled all the fall pollens and and stuff. Yeah, things pollinate in the fall in various parts of the country. A lot of people don't understand that. It's not just the spring. So the plants get real happy in the fall sometimes too, and uh, that junk just gets in the air and it goes everywhere, and then you're you're um, you know you're you're dealing with it. So I do po- apologize, but it happens twice a year for me, just like clockwork. I mean, I can just predict it. Complete. I almost know the exact date when it's going to start and about when it's going to end. It should be ending pretty soon. That's a good news. I shouldn't have too much more to deal with this stuff. 
Uh, probably another week. It's going to get really warm. It's going to be like, in the, I think, by like the weekend, Monday, next Monday, it's going to be mid-70s around here, which is very unusual for this region of the country right here this close to the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's, that's, that's a little weird. Uh, but nevertheless, <clears throat> this is not a weather show. But you get all kinds of things on this show. All right? You, you get a variety. I, I like that. Because things can get boring easy. And uh, people seem to get a lot more bored more quick these days. If you put a video up somewhere that's more than 30 to maybe 60 seconds on any, that's not a full tilt song. And even songs are getting shorter. Have you noticed most songs are now less than three minutes on the radio? They're like two minutes and 45, 58, 53 seconds. Used to be songs were close to four minutes. Not not so much anymore. People's attention spans are getting just about like a gnat. Okay. I remember my kids one time, number of years back griping at me and i think it's probably due to that generation to some extent just a characteristic of that generation in other words but griping at me that it was going to take something more than a minute to cook in the microwave i'm like that's no that's no time at all that's too long are you kidding me i'm of the generation where when you when you came in from playing outside on a Saturday and you wanted something to eat for lunch, your mom popped open a can of, uh, I don't know, SpaghettiOs or something, put it in the in the pot on the stove, took about maybe 10, 15 minutes to warm that baby up, right? Uh, n- no way for today's generation. Forget that. And a lot of us had microwaves back then. Well, they'll splatter in the microwaves. I'll do it on the stove. <laughs> that was the mom logic back in the day. That's... It's like you guys have no idea. And and never mind cooking like when I would cook Thanksgiving dinner. When are we going to eat? When are we going to eat? It'll be about three or four hours from now. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm hungry. We'll make a peanut butter sandwich. That'll take too long. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so I was watching a video, um, and, and I'm going to get into this in just a second. We're going to get into the story in just a sec. But I, but I was watching the Dinga Chance talk about this yesterday. I wanted to I watched the video Monday of these people coming across the border, these illegal immigrants trying to rush the border, if you will, right there in El Paso, the El Paso sector between uh, Juarez, and you can actually see the ditch. There, and there is, I mean, the Rio Grande pretty much comes to a ditch between uh, Juarez, Ciudad Juarez, and El Paso, Texas. Okay, that's the furthermost kind of tip. That little, if you look at a map of Texas, El Paso is in that little kind of point and tip that points to the to the west, uh, right there with that little leg down on on El, uh, it comes down on New Mexico, and that's that's where El Paso is, in that little point. So people uh, in Ciudad Juarez, which is one of the more dangerous cities in the world, by the way, murder rate just through the roof. I mean, you think you think Chi Town is bad? Uh, spend a few days in Ciudad Juarez. And you'll hear constant gunfire, especially at night. It's pretty much run by the cartels. They might as well change the name to Ciudad Cartel, because that's what it is. But these uh, Venezuelans and uh, Bolivians, I believe it was, tried to come across the border there. And it got a little ways in to uh, the Texas side, the El Paso side of the border. And about three, maybe four dozen Border Patrol folks came rushing at them helicopter in the air pulled up vehicles everything else and this is a group uh was reported of between about maybe 150 200 mostly men almost all men uh young men strong as iron trying to come through the border there they had the flags of their country 
Venezuelans have they had the Venezuelan flag, big flag, Bolivian flag. It's like we're coming through. We're we're charging in. Look like something like from the I don't know, like some war movie, like from the Civil War or something. People people with their flags charging, you know. What in the world? And then they were met by the uh Border Patrol people, and I, and I couldn't see any law enforcement, but they were met by Border Patrol folks that had, um, well, they were armed with regular guns, but which they didn't pull to fire, let's put it that way. But they also had the paintball guns. Now, if any of you are familiar with paintball or if you've done the, the paintball competition, uh, my oldest son for a handful of years really got into the paintball thing. He spent a ton of money for it. Got into the paintball thing, and his little team actually won some some trophies, and they toured around, uh, they got sponsors, actually, toured around uh, Texas, toured around um, Oklahoma, got a little bit of a mention or a feature in a paintball world magazine. It's a big sport. It's one of the extreme sports. And paintballs are not lethal, but boy, they can hurt. I mean, they can really hurt. And at close range, they can put your eye out or knock out a tooth, I mean, especially if they're a little on the hard side. These paintballs have like a gel-type capsule, something that's similar like a gel capsule that some of your medicines and uh, nutritional supplements come in. It's a very similar type of a little capsule thing. And they're round about the size of a marble, and inside they've got this soapy sort of substance. Well, law enforcement uses the kind that have uh, pepper spray in them, okay? So when they shoot them, it kind of... And it, 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 it hurts when you get hit by these things. It hurts like a bee sting. I mean, it's... Or like a hornet sting. It's... It hurts. It'll leave a mark. I mean, it'll go away eventually. But it leaves a mark, kind of target-shaped mark, uh, if you're hit at a decently close range. And the pepper spray ones, when they burst, they pop. They'll usually, usually not always, they'll usually pop when they hit you, and it leaves a little mark. Hence, that's why it's a popular sport. You, cl- you put on a couple, three layers of clothing because it, <laughs> they do sting a bit. You put on a face mask and a hat and some pads and... And you go shooting away at each other. Anyway, um, several Border Patrol guys had these paintball guns. And they were, and they almost sound like machine guns when they pop. They almost sound like AK-47s. They pop, 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 pop. They really do. They're very similar in sound. They're a little loud. If you've got the large canisters, they're pretty loud. And uh, you can kind of adjust the pressure a little bit as to how fast and how far they go at your gun. Uh, at a closer range and at a lower uh, pressure setting that they don't hit that hard they still hurt if they hit you but they they you know and they're non-lethal they're used for crowd control that type of thing but in the in the pepper spray that comes out is pretty pretty nasty i mean it makes your eyes water your throat burn and you know you want to get away so so several of these border patrol guys had this and they came over to the little ditch there where the guys were coming up and just pop 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 you know and again it reminded me of something like a war movie it was just really like an old you know old-timey war or something i thought this is this is kind of weird and creepy, and I really thought about it. Not the way the Border Patrol people reacted, but just the way that these people were coming, trying to come across. You know, banners waving. Might be like more like an invasion. And I really got to thinking where there is a significant number, and I'm not going to say it's everybody trying to illegally cross the border. I don't believe that. But a significant number of these folks trying to cross the border are not crossing to assimilate into our country and be Americans. I mean, these guys weren't carrying American flags. They were carrying the national flags of their homelands. Now, they're being forced to stay. We've got an agreement somehow with Mexico and Venezuela, et cetera, et cetera, where Venezuelans, since a lot of them are trying to escape a horrible regime down there, we're holding them in Mexico and then running them through the process a little more formally, if that makes sense, okay? Uh, 
and that's that's a, a choice of the of the uh, uh, Biden administration. Of course, my question is, why don't you do that with all of them? Why just the Venezuelans? But anyway, nevertheless, because they're being told what to say when they come across, we're, we're claiming asylum, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm sorry, but, you know, not that many, not that many really truly are claiming asylum. You've got people coming across a, a, a number. I would say it's the minority, and it's maybe a relatively small minority in the overall 4 million plus that have come across in the past couple of years. But that still might be a few hundred thousand who are coming into this nation not because they want to assimilate and participate in America and what we are and holding on to our values. They're coming across uh, as opportunists. They're coming across to work the system. They're still going to remain loyal to some extent to wherever they came from. They're not going to assimilate. That's not the plan. Plan is to milk the system. Plan is to game the system. Plan is to make as much money as they can Send a good bit back home, but do what they got to do. Stay in the shadows. Do what they need to do. They have. They don't want to be Americans. They might not even like America, but they have no problem using Americans, and using America to benefit themselves. Okay, that's an invader. That's an invader. That's what this looked like to me was invaders. I mean, it almost looked like an army, and a lot of these guys were uh, the. Uh, uh, the Venezuelans, Hondurans, whatever, were wearing dark clothing. And a few of them were wearing camo. Okay? If you look at the video, the video's out there. I thought this is like an invading army. So some of these people are not really trying to immigrate per se in the traditional sense of that word. They want to come in and use us. Almost like parasites. Those folks, in my opinion, are invaders of a certain type. They're not necessarily military invaders because they're not coming across with guns blazing. But they don't mind coming across and taking advantage of of the situation. And they want to make money, send it back home to their poor family that's struggling, and use and milk the system. They have no intention on assimilating and becoming Americans. You understand? I'm talking about this particular group. I'm not saying that's all the... Don't misunderstand me. Hear what I'm saying and what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that every single immigrant, illegal immigrant coming across the border, that's their mindset at all. But there is a number that we have to recognize and be honest, that is their mindset. They have no loyalty. They don't want loyalty to us. They don't want to be Americans. They don't want to participate in our system. They don't care about our Constitution. They don't care about anything we got going on. They just want to use and game the system to their benefit, and they're, and they're going to create their own enclave here. They're not going to assimilate. They're going to stay in their own enclave. They're going to stay in the shadows. They're going to just kind of lurch around. And, and yet at the same time remain loyal to their homeland. They may not like the government that currently is in place, but they are loyal to wherever they're coming from, i.e. the country and the culture, not to ours. You understand? And that's a difference. They're not wanting to be a part of the American culture and the American experiment. They want to just kind of use what they can, get what they can, and if ch- things change for the better back home, we'll see you. They're not Americans. They don't want to be Americans. They have no intention of being Americans. They're whatever they are, Bolivians, Venezuelans, whatever. And there is a particular s- segment of the folks coming across. That's their attitude. And they will milk and game the system to their benefit. And they don't care. And if you pay for it, oh, well, your problem, not theirs. And, they, and, and they're coming over with the flags waving. I mean, these are invaders. I don't know how else to put it. They're invaders. Now, they're not quite necessarily military invaders, but they are a type of invader. 
almost like a parasite. And we have to recognize that, that that is an element of this group. And they were on full display in this video. I mean, they're waving their own flags. I mean, they weren't waving American flags or banners saying, let us be Americans. We love, you know, America. We love George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, whatever. They were like, no, viva Venezuela. You could hear him shouting, you know, viva. I mean, like the Santa Ana's army trying to take over the Alamo or something. I mean, it was just like, well, this is weird. And it kind of gave me chills when I saw it. I'm like, whoa, okay, these are not people who are wanting to come here because they love America. They love to take advantage of America. They don't love America, and they don't want to be Americans. And, and their attitude is like, let us in. We're invading. We're coming in. Let us in. We're coming over. Out of the way. Really? Okay, well, that's pretty much the attitude of like a Viking invader. <laughs> you know, what's the difference? Minus the weapons. At least not yet, anyway. Could, it, could, could they get weaponized and come across as like a small army? I don't know. Uh, and, and would we be equipped to deal with them when that happens? We ought to be, but would we? I don't know. This begs a lot of questions, and it's food. And it got me thinking the past couple of days. I want to talk about it yesterday to get a chance. So I thought I want to kick off the show today with this just question in the mind. Where does this end, and where, what does this lead to? This is, this is not good for us as a country. And, uh, and this is another uh, reason of the stacked-up reasons as to why we've got to get control of our border. One way or the other. I mean, th- this, this kind of stuff can't go on. A nation that has no border or open borders like ours is not going to be a nation very much longer. I mean, it, it, historically, that just doesn't work. Never has in all of humankind history. Let's take a pause. More Christian talk that rock straight ahead. Stay close. More talk continues next with Richie L. More Christian talk that rocks next. Not a morning person but wants breakfast? Well, it's all-day breakfast at Ronnie's Restaurant on 112 New Market Street in Mayadan. Start your day with a morning breakfast any time of the day. Ronnie's Restaurant also serves succulent steak and seafood, plus homemade meats and vegetables. Come see us at Ronnie's Restaurant Mayadan at 112 New Market Street. Yes, we're fully open. We're open Monday through Saturday from 6 to 9 p.m. We do concessions and catering. Call in orders at 336-916-0042. That's 336-916-0042. To Ronnie's Restaurant in Mayadan. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the five loves of a Jesus freak. Write them down. Hide them in your heart. Here they are. Love God. Love his word. Love your enemies. Love your neighbor. Love truth. Sound easy? Not likely. If all that does come too easy for you, you're probably not working hard enough. On the other hand, these five loves should become second nature to any authentic Jesus freak if you let God's grace soften your heart. One more time, love God, love his word, love your enemies, love your neighbor, love truth. Amen. Jesus Freaks Radio is brought to you by DC Talk, the voice of the martyrs in this station. Warning. This talk show may cause irritability, nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, swelling, sweaty hands, heart palpitations, high blood pressure, and migraine headaches. Use only as directed. Now here's your host, Richie L.
Uh, here's a report, actually. This is by Candace Hathaway, theblaze.com. Uh, showed a video of Border Patrol fires crowd. The title reads, Border Patrol uh, fires crowd control projectiles during the tense clash with a large group of uh, migrants who attempted to rush across the southern border. On Monday, a large group of illegal immigrants camping out in Juarez attempted to rush across the southern border into the United States. The El Paso Times reported the uh, illegal immigrants retreated into Mexico when Border Patrol officials responded to the tense exchange by firing crowd control projectiles. Uh, Venezuelan uh, migrants recently expelled from the U.S. as part of the Biden administration's new agreement with Mexico have set up a massive tent city along the southern bank of the Rio Grande. The illegal immigrants, pardon me, remain close to the border in hopes that they will have a chance to cross into the U.S. soon. Since October 12th, the United States has returned approximately 1,800 illegal Venezuelan migrants or immigrants to Mexico. The Mexican government granted the expelled illegal immigrants a 180-day visa. Juarez Mayor Cruz Perez Cuellar is also now pressuring the Mexican federal government to issue work authorizations for the influx of the new arrivals. Um, again, it's just it, it was just a little chilling <laughs> to me to kind of see that going, wow. I mean, that's it, it just reminded me, of, again, like something from an old-timey war. I, I just thought, wow, this, this, is, uh, this is getting weird. This is getting way, way crazy. And speaking of crazy, um, this also being reported by uh, Bob Price and Randy Clark of, uh, let's see, this is theblaze.com. 204,000 illegal immigrants have been apprehended in the first month of the new fiscal year, up 28% from last October. Uh, during the first month of the year, the new fiscal uh, year, Border Patrol, the fiscal year, by the way, ends in, at the end of September, uh, September 30th, and then the new one begins October 1st, if you're wondering. And during the first month of this new fiscal year, Border Patrol agents apprehended approximately 204,000 illegal immigrants who illegally crossed the border between ports of entry in October of 2021. Agents apprehended a record-setting 159,113 back then. This October shatters that record with an increase of more than 28%. The apprehension by Border Patrol agents of more than 204,000 illegal immigrants in October represents the eighth straight month where agents apprehended more than 200,000 illegal immigrants. The number of apprehensions this October comes from an unofficial report reviewed exclusively by Breitbart, Texas. Uh, the illegal immigrants being processed by U.S. Border Patrol after they illegally crossed the Mexican border into Eagle Pass in Texas, those numbers have increased dramatically the various uh, places that they try to uh, increase to. Speaking about the El Paso sector, where this little uh, <laughs> mini, mini battle took place, the El Paso sector jumped ahead of the Rio Grande Valley and Del Rio sectors to become the busiest of the nine Southwest Border Patrol sectors, the report revealed. El Paso agents apprehended approximately 53,000 illegal immigrants. This is up from nearly 14,000 apprehended in October of 2021, an increase of nearly 280%. Now, I don't know if that's because the uh, city fathers in El Paso were saying, okay, we're going we're to ship these people on out. And they're thinking, great, if we go to El Paso, then we'll be shot across who knows where in the U.S. and get far away from the border and we can, you know, do our thing. I don't know. I don't. Th- there's got to be a, a, some sort of a reason there. Uh, maybe that's where the cartels are deciding to 
focus these folks because they run much of this. Uh, don't don't kid yourself. Understand that the cartels on the Mexican side, this is big business for them. Hiring coyotes on this side of the border to get these people shuffled in and through and away from the, the Border Patrol folks and, and these illegal immigrants will pay a little extra to allow that to happen. Okay? So the cartels, in terms of the human smuggling, are making are making money off of this. Now, these people don't have a lot of money, grant you, but they have enough, and the cartels will clean them out. Cartels will take every dime they have. And then say, don't worry about it, because when you get across, you're going to get what amounts to an EBT card. You're going to get free food. You're going to get uh, uh, an ATM type of card that's going to have money already stuck on it. You're going to get a, a cell phone. You'll be okay. You'll be taken to where you want to go. Just say these sort of magic words, the Border Patrol people, and then legally they got to do A, B, C, D, E, F, and G for you, and there's NGOs that'll pop in and help out too. So the, the, the whole thing is gamed and rigged, you see. And uh, so they so they say the right sort of magical words, if you will, to BP, um, and that's what the BP needs to hear because that's what our law says they need to hear. And so the, the, it's, it's, a, it's a whole gaming of the system. And, of course, you're paying for all this at, at taxpayer funds, except for activities that are financed by uh, non-governmental organizations, which you may be making donations to. Uh, you may not even know it, frankly. So we have this whole, uh, it's a rigged, a whole rigged deal. Also, the demographics of the illegal immigrant apprehensions are shifting along the Rio Grande as Venezuelan illegal immigrants appear to be moving at large numbers from the Del Rio sector to the El Paso sector. And it's mostly young men. It's mostly young men. Uh, older teenagers, 20-somethings. Okay? What are they coming here for? I mean, ask yourself that. What are they really coming here for? And some of them have families, young families, that they're uh, trying to finance back home. I get that. But I have said and said and will continue to say again that the United States cannot continue to be the steam valve for failed policies in Latin America. Cannot continue to be the steam valve for failed banana republics and communist dictatorships all over Latin America. The poster child, the poster children... Uh, that extreme socialism, banana republicanism, if you will, and communism don't work, the kind of Latin Marxism that has been embraced by so many uh, failed nation states down there for so many years, the poster children for that that doesn't work is look at the border. Look at what's happening. Okay, these people are, are leaving those areas. But the problem is, is they're bringing the virus, so to speak, with them. They know nothing else. They don't understand how true... Uh, constitutional republic is supposed to work. They've never been in one. They don't know. So they come over here carrying the baggage of what they know. People only know what they know. And these people, most of them, are not boning up on how a constitutional republic, on how our system is supposed to work. A lot of people born and raised here, they have no clue how our system is supposed to work. How do we expect these people to know? So they come over here with, with ideas that don't work, that haven't worked. And with uh, promises from nations that they came from that they think, well, okay, America will do the same. No, maybe not. So it's a problem. It is an absolute problem. Um, But we cannot continue to be the steam valve for that problem. And Mexico cannot continue to be the funnel that funnels everything up here. 
Mexico's part of the problem. We've got to recognize that. They're, they're the funnel. They're part of the problem. They're not helping at all. They're enabling. They're, they are the biggest enabler. And when are we going to start clamping down on Mexico and saying, this has got to stop, amigos. This has to stop. You're hurting us. You're injuring us. This, this has got to stop. And we need to start truly treating the cartels as uh, terrorist organizations and as uh, paramilitary organizations, which they, in fact, in reality, are. Look at the way they behave and act. Look at how many Americans they've killed with fentanyl. They have killed more Americans than ISIS and Al-Qaeda combined ever thought about. In fact, there have been reports over the years that there's someone in league with these, some of these organizations. So they are terrorist organizations, plain and simple, the way they behave, and paramilitary organizations, the way they're armed up and the way they operate. And the Mexican government can't seem to get a handle on them. We need to help the Mexican government get a handle on them <laughs> for, our own, for our own benefit, for our own safety, for our own well-being. We need to recognize who these people are. Now, I have been reading some reports where lately, finally, in the, in the, the DHS and some folks are saying, yeah, okay, yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of like, yeah, they're, they're kind of sort of uh, quasi-terrorist and, and uh, they're more than just criminal organizations. They're kind of quasi-terrorist and quasi-military organizations. Okay, yeah, we kind of recognize that now. Okay, well, then do something about it. Now that you know and are admitting, then do something about it. But, th- of course, the whole world is in a, a complete uh, uh, suspended animation until the uh, midterms are completed. We all know that. We're going to get into that a little bit later, too. Let's take a pause. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. More to come as Christian Talk That Rocks continues. Don't move. Needing a tuxedo? Why rent when you can buy one at only $89.99 at Suit City? Suit City has tuxedos, Steve Harvey suits, and blazers. And suits starting at $39.99. Shoes starting at $19.99 with brands such as Stacey Adams and more. At Suit City, we have all your accessories, hats, ties, and a wide variety to suit your needs. On any occasion, Suit City will have you looking your best. Suit City has pasta robes, men's suits, and dress suits, blazers plus men's shirts. Why rent a tuxedo when you can buy at Suit City at only $89.99? Visit our website 
website at SuitCityUSA.com. That's SuitCityUSA.com. SuitCityUSA.com. Look your best with tuxedos and suits at Suit City with stores in Collinsville, Danville, and Welcome Rono. to Truth Today. What did God instruct mankind to do when Adam and Eve arrived on the earth? To take care of the earth, replenish it, name the animals. Oh God, the nations have come into your inheritance. Your holy temple they have defiled. They have laid Jerusalem in heaps. The dead bodies of your servants they have given as food for the birds of the heavens. The flesh of your saints to the beasts of the earth. How long, O Yahweh, will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not know you, and on the kingdoms of the earth that do not call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob, and laid waste his dwelling places. That's the reason of God's coming kingdom, and he's coming soon. This has been Truth Today. The message from Truth Today has been brought to you by the Yahweh Church of God in Martinsville, Virginia. Call 276-340-8762. You are listening to Christian Talk That Rocks. Going to be uh, hanging out with you for a while here. Got a couple of websites for you, ChristianTalkThatRocks.net or ChristianTalkThatRocks.com. Take your pick. Check it out. Both websites chocked full of info. So we have some shenanigans going on in the midterm. Lots of shenanigans. But before we get into some of that, I want to talk about this, because this kind of plays into it, uh, either directly or indirectly, however you want to look at it. But uh, why won't why won't Pelosi and company and the cops, why won't they release the security cam video? Why won't they release the body cam video? Why not? Now, a portion of a 911 call came out, which just seemed to add more confusion and everything because it seemed kind of disjointed. Unless the uh, 911 operator was a little confused, which could possibly be. I don't know. But it seemed like they were saying the guy was like a friend, like Paul Pelosi knew the guy, gave the name of the guy, uh, or maybe he identified himself. But it was kind of confusing because, like, okay, he said he was a friend, but he's not. Uh, he's home, you know, this guy broke into the house. He's a stranger. Okay, well, which is it? I don't know. Uh, this being reported by Bob Bundy, World Net Daily. Pelosi won't release home security footage. And, in fact, the Dems are demanding that the GOP take the blame. Nothing to do with lowering the rhetorical temperature or averting violence. What is known about a confrontation in the San Francisco House of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is that a person arrested for injuring her husband, millionaire Paul Pelosi, was mentally unstable uh, with uh, a, a brain added addled by long-term drug use. And that'll do it. Semi-homeless, lives in a bus outside his ex-wife's uh, or girlfriend, wherever the heck she was, common-law wife's home. The common-law wife is in jail. Uh, she's got about 20 felony charges against her. One of them, which is really weird, is trying to kidnap a 14-year-old from school. Go figure that out. And uh, she has uh, got a lot of charges for public nudity, et cetera, et cetera. She's one of these nudist activists. He was or is, too. And her name is Gypsy Taub. That's what she goes by. And she's doing time, probably in there a pretty good while. 
Um, she claimed in a phone interview with ABC Channel 7 there in San Francisco that she is a progressive and he is too. And there are photographs now circulating around the internet that show his bus that he lives in right outside her house with a cardboard sign sort of over the top of it or kind of above it that uh, seems to indicate he's a big BLM supporter. There's a, a gay pride flag that's right there near the bus and all that. So this guy is not a MAGA Republican. I think we can, I think we can safely say that he's not. And the main stink media has kind of pulled back from that narrative as well, but they're still saying, yeah, okay, maybe not, but he's still an unstable uh, crazy and all this rhetoric uh, coming from you MAGA people and Donald Trump, that's what caused him to go do it. Because, you know, there is no rhetoric that ever comes from Dems, right? Never mind, I played you a clip of Nancy, Nancy Pelosi <laughs> talking about, you know, uprisings in the street and punching them and fight, fight, and all this and that. Because there's never any violent rhetoric that ever comes from a Dem, right? Ever. So that narrative doesn't really fly either. But what keeps sort of feeding the conspiracy theories around this thing, frankly, is they won't release stuff. They won't release the facts. The mainstream media reporters are too lazy to go to San Francisco to dig some of this stuff up. Of course, the local ones are doing it. Uh, the, 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 main, the mainstream media or media outlets that maybe are not, aren't mainstream that are there, already in that region, in that part of California or in California, have already gone and poked around. And, and so, obviously, they've, they've dispelled a lot of the initial narrative and stories that were coming out. But the uh, one big narrative is, well, don't look at us. Although California is a big sanction, this guy's an illegal. We know that. Been in the country uh, roughly 20-ish years. Uh, his girlfriend confirmed that, that he came there from Canada. She also confirmed that he's a complete nitwit and went uh, disappeared for a little while, went on some far trip somewhere and, I don't know, smoked, got hold of too much peyote or something, came back and said he was Jesus. <laughs> so even his, even his crazy girlfriend admits that he's even kind of crazy for her or ex, uh, ex-wife, whatever the heck she is to him. Uh, the, yeah, even in her definition of crazy, and she sounds pretty crazy to begin with, he's crazy, he's mentally unstable, he's semi-homeless, and he's here illegally. We, we know that's the profile that we have from this guy, everything that I've shared with you. That's verifiable. Don't take my word for it. Go do your own homework. Of course, the mainstream media now has figured this out, but still it doesn't matter. It's all irrelevant to them. Uh, he was still spurred on by Donald Trump somehow, even though he's probably not a big Trump supporter and Probably never watched a minute of Fox News. What would he watch it on? He's either he lives in a bus. Okay, I doubt he has cable news. Uh, a cable coming coming from somebody's house to his bus. He might, but I doubt it. Okay, in this old beat up school bus he's living in. So, and he says it's full of trash and filthy and stinks and everything else. Um, so this guy obviously is he's you know he's off the rails. He's out of his mind. But what has San Francisco been doing about the mental health problem, which has contributed to homeless problem? in that uh, city. Not much. What are they doing about the crime surge? Well, when you defund police, it's pretty hard to do stuff about crime surges. And you got retailers leaving the city wholesale. Also, uh, it is a sanctuary city, as is pretty much the state of California is a sanctuary state. Again, who came up with those policies? That wasn't Donald Trump. Okay. I don't know that Donald Trump has set foot in California in in a long time. Probably afraid to because he'd probably be assassinated. (laughs) You know? So, uh, to 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 blame this on on repubs is is pretty is ringing you know again the whole let's just blame when all us fellas blame donald trump and the wet hat and the red hat to wears that's getting really old that that that's starting to ring extremely hollow at this point 
especially in an area that is run upwards and downwards from the from the dog catcher straight up to the governor is all owned and run by Democrats. Okay, that's just I, I doubt, that just doesn't make any sense. So that's beginning to ring hollow. All right, anybody that's got brain cells clicking together can look at that. I don't care which party you're in or no party, independent like myself. You're going to go wait a minute. <laughs> this isn't quite adding up. And then of course, uh, uh, and I think Governor Newsom somewhat knew that, so he's he's blaming Jesse Waters. Really, just another bloviating guy sitting in a studio in in New York, in New York City, working for Fox News. Because he's because he's dared been critical of of Nancy Pelosi, or as I call her Nancy Pelosi, the disease of Congress. That that somehow uh, that, that this guy is somehow Jesse Waters' devotee. He's got the cable running from his ex girlfriend's house uh, to a little uh, broke half broke down TV from the nineteen eighties. That's that's sitting on a portable TV, sitting there in his bus, and he's you know watching with bated breath everything that comes out of Jesse Waters' mouth. Really, that's what did that? I don't think so. So. Um, what will dispel a lot of the myths is what's going on here with this thing. And the confusion is let's, let's go ahead and release the video clips. Why not? And this is why there's so many remaining questions that are unanswered, including reports that uh, Pelosi won't turn over the home security footage uh, of the fracas. Why not? Why not? We know the guy's a former pro nudist or he is a pro nudist uh, activist. Convinced he was Jesus for a year. Lives in a bus on a semi-commune, has embraced conspiracy theories from all over the place. Uh, he's more a conspiracy theorist. It sounds like than Alex Jones ever thought about being. And this, uh, I mean, this just doesn't make any sense. Why not? Why not release it? Well, it's probably because the truth of the matter is uncertain. That uh, there are certain folks that can insist that every uh, conservative personality condemn the actions of the mentally ill man. Okay, well, I think everyone does. Everyone condemns what he did. I don't know if anybody that says, yay. If you do, you're as crazy as he is. I have said, though, isn't it ironic, though, that some of these policies that she has pushed in a state that she represents have come home to roost. Uh, there is a universal law which says what goes around comes around. Scripture says you will reap that which you sow. If you sow to the flesh, you reap from the flesh. You sow the spirit, you reap the spirit. Uh, that still doesn't dismiss that this is a horrific thing that happened, and it could happen to any one of us. Of course, isn't it interesting how quick the cops showed up? If this had, not, if, if this had been Paul Smith and not Paul Pelosi, uh, this guy would probably be dead. That Paul would be probably have his brains smashed all over the floor. There would be not much left of his face and head but a pile of goo and broken bones. Uh, the, uh, I mean, this, this is, this would stop all of it if they would just release the stuff. Why? And even the, the initial police report of what the cops saw when they showed up is a bit sketchy. It hasn't been fully released. We don't know. Um, I mean, the attacker wasn't uh, initially identified as unstable. Later on, yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff we, we, we don't know. I mean, you had this past weekend, for example, John Dickerson on CBS wringing his hands over the uh, rhetorical pro-violence position of, quote, right-wingers. Um, 
it, it's, I, I don't know. It, the whole thing is, has gone off the rails. I mean, I never, I didn't see a CBS news panel convening to, uh, uh, take apart and, and, and dissect all the, uh, all the support for the BLM violence after the riots decimated neighborhoods across the nation in 2020. And the rhetoric coming from some politicians, you know, they, they need to tear stuff up. In fact, these riots were some of the costliest in American history. You got to go back to pretty much the New York draft riots of the civil war to find anything, uh, remotely destructive as remotely as destructive. I mean, it's, but, uh, let's, let's release the, the body. I mean, is the body cam, uh, when is the body cam footage going to be available? All right. I mean, uh, that would, that would pretty much fill in some blanks for us because there's still a lot of blanks here. Where's the security cam footage? Um, there was a report in the intelligencer that said that the motive apparently was that the attacker wanted to torture Nancy Pelosi. Uh, the report said that DePapi broke into the home. Well, how? With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Woke Paul Pelosi, who then dialed the police from a a bathroom or back room or something or the other. 9-11 dispatcher sent the police here to perform a well-being check. That's kind of interesting. Not a home invasion check, a well-being check. See, there's just stuff here that just, it, it, it's weird. It, it kind of doesn't fit the normal protocols. And so, you know, and even in the, the, the 911, what has been released from the 911 uh, calls, and by the way, in most cities, you can get your hand on those. Sometimes you got to pay for them. But you can send what's, what's tantamount to a FOIA request. I mean, you can do it anywhere. You can say, look, I want the 911 call from da-da-da-da-da-da. And in most cases, in most cities, they've got to give it to you. Well, they, they released a teeny bit of this one, but there's a lot of it that's still clamped down on. Why? I mean, there's just so much stuff about this that is going to feed the conspiracy theory narratives because people aren't being transparent coming forward, which then begs the question, why? And that's a fair question. It doesn't mean you're a conspiracy theorist. It doesn't mean you're a right-wing nutcase, MAGA-wearing and uh, Trump heine kisser. It just means that you're curious. Well, like, well, what's going on here? Because if this had been Paul Smith, well, we would already have the, the, the police. You could already just, anybody could just probably get online, look up the or request the police uh, body cams, the security cams, and the full 911 call unedited. 
as it is in most cases. Well, what's the big deal here? Other than the fact that he's a big shot and married to, okay, a, a big politico, but all the more reason to try and figure out what happened and what went wrong. And doesn't the public have a right to know? Isn't there a compelling interest of the public to know since he's our, well, since she is a, a, a person who lives off the taxpayer dime in part? I mean, she works for us. She works for the taxpayers of California and the United States. You know, the, a, a few pennies of your tax dollars are going into her purse. You don't have a right, then, therefore, to, I mean, you're her, we are her employer. We don't have a right to kind of figure out what the heck happened to our employee. See, this is the attitude that's just, it's, it, 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 makes the, it makes blood shoot out my eyes, <laughs> just about, of this attitude of, well, we're, we're special and protected and elite, and you just peasants need to just shut up and forget about it. Uh, no, I don't think so. Let me, take, let me take a pause before I say something. This elitist attitude is, uh, is, this is why a lot of people are angry and probably going to vote in ways some of these politicians are going to be pretty shocked at uh, come uh, the morning of the 9th. More to come. Don't miss it. Phone screen cracked? Oh, no. No problemo. Martinsville's premier store for all wireless repairs. Yes, it's Bono's Wireless. Certified technician for service on iPhone, Android, iPad, and tablets. Yes, all phones. Specializing in screen repairs. Bo has prepaid phones starting at $60 and unlimited prepaid services starting at just $30. They have carrier services on five different prepaid services from Verizon, Page Plus, Total Wireless, Net 10, and others. If you want your phone right, it's got to be done at Bo Knows Wireless. For repairs, buy, sell, and trade, it's Bo Knows Wireless. Stop in at 1620 Virginia Avenue across from Sports Lane in Martinsville. Call them at 638-6380. That's 638-6380. Bo Knows Wireless. Knows Wireless. Knows Wireless. Knows Wireless. So there is a, a video, an undercover video that has been released that exposes uh, kind of some dirty tricks. Some might call it. I don't know. Um, perhaps. Depends on your, I guess, how you look at it. Some might think it's ingenious, but I think it's backfiring, maybe. Undercover video exposes uh, a dirty trick of sorts from uh, some Dems on a plan to win midterms and how it could actually be backfiring actually right now, even as we speak, spectacularly being reported uh, by Blaze TV. Now, this comes from Project Veritas. Uh, For the sake of disclosure, uh, Mr. O'Keefe and I follow each other on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc. So just uh, just for the sake of uh, disclosure there. I do want to cover a video from Project Veritas that exposed a Democrat Party plan to help extreme Trump and uh, endorsed Republican candidates, including Arizona gubernatorial candidate Kerry Lake, win the primaries because they thought they would be easier to defeat in the general election. In other words, the, the school of thought was, OK, we're going to pour some money into some of these Republican primaries and we're going to really pour a lot of money into the. Um, uh, I guess the accounts, if you will, campaign tr- uh, uh, funds of these extreme MAGA Republican Trumper guys because we believe 
that there's such a distaste and distrust of anything that even remotely points back to to Donald Trump that even Republicans that are never Trumpers and, of course, a lot of independents uh, who are turned off by Trump will vote for our guy. Even if our guy is a whack job, they will vote for our guy if if it's a MAGA Republican, a, 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 a Trump a Trumpster supporting person that wins the primary, that, that means our guy or gal is bound to win because everybody hates Trump. Or at least there's enough Trump haters out there. It'll give us an edge that will buy an edge for us in the midterms. Even though people are mad at Joe Biden and are going to take it out on us, what will hedge our bets is that if we put money into into these uh, quasi-MAGA Republican-type uh, Republicans, surely the numbers of people, even though they might not be real thrilled about our guy or gal, they're going to hate the the Trump supporter guy or gal uh, so much that they'll go ahead and hold their nose and vote for our guy. That was the, that was the strategy. That was the school of thought. Okay? You with me so far? <laughs> All right. So in a video posted on in the Project Veritas YouTube channel this week, uh, Democratic, or past, last week actually, Democratic Arizona gubernatorial candidate Katie Hobbs, who has a twin sister named Becky Hobbs, is heard explaining how the Democrat Party across the country donated to certain Republican candidates they saw as extremists. Now, when this story started to break about a lot of these uh, Democrats being, uh, uh, or, or Republicans being supported by quasi-Democrat political machines, some folks in the DNC and some folks in the Democrat Party kind of play that down or flat out denied it. All that's just more, you know, right wing Trumps or conspiracy garbage. Well, now they finally admit it. Well, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, that, that was done in some elections, but you know, we, I mean, you know, generally the DNC kind of frowns on that. But you know, I mean, <clears throat> but now we know it to be we to be true. And then of course here you have an undercover video where the sister of. Um, uh, of the gal that's running against Carrie Lake, who I think is probably going to win. That is to say, Carrie Lake, I think is probably going to win. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, but that this was kind of an across-the-country sort of a thing. It wasn't just even there in Arizona. By the way, there's a rumor floating around. I can't verify it, that uh, Becky has told somebody, apparently, that she's not going to even vote for her own twin sister. She's probably going to vote for Carrie, <laughs> which is pretty bad if you can't get your own sister voting for you and uh in fairness katie hobbs didn't even bother to she she didn't show up to the the democrat primary debate and she refuses to have a a debate with carrie with carrie lake and even don lemon kind of took her to task over that on uh the morning show i think it was yesterday his morning show that he does uh i'm not gonna play the clip don't have time but uh he was kind of like look uh don't you think it'd be kind of smart if you debated carrie anyways came with all these excuses and just flat out won't do it uh, for this excuse. And well, she's she's an election denier. She's a denialist, and she's this and she's that. And, you know, and blah blah blah, and has cooties or whatever. And she won't uh, she she won't debate her, and she wouldn't even show up for the debate in the uh, for her own party's primary. As it was just kind of amazing that she won anyway. But uh, she's just you know she's uh, just a non non debater. <laughs> so anyway, let me let you hear the clip that uh, this is the undercover video from Project Veritas. And this is uh, Becky Hobbs, Katie Hobbs' sister, kind of spilling the beans on how this stuff sort of works or has been working uh, insofar as the Dems are concerned. Quite, uh, quite fascinating. All right. 
Got a little problem with it. All across the country, Democrat candidates, not candidates themselves, but the party, yeah. was putting money in primaries into the races of the extreme Trump-endorsed candidates, Ooh. as opposed to the moderate Republicans that were running because they wanted those extremists oh, yeah. to win because they knew that the Dems had a better chance of winning their races against the extremist candidates than they did against the moderate Republicans. A fierce gubernatorial race is underway between current Secretary of State Democrat Katie Hobbs and Republican candidate Carrie Lake. So the Dem Party put money into those extremist races so that that would be... And okay, so on election night, on primary night, when we, we were at Katie's event on primary night and she didn't know the night of the election who her opponent was going to be, but Karen Taylor Robeson was up by 10. Yeah. And it was kind of like it took the air out of the room because everyone knew that Katie was polling better against Carrie Lake and everyone knew that Katie had a better chance to win against Carrie Lake. Everyone wanted Carrie Lake to be the nominee. So it was really? kind of like this sigh of relief when Carrie Lake actually ended up winning. Yeah. Because Katie, it, it, it's a better opponent for her. Because she's a Yeah. So it will be easier for her to win. Right. So you get that? That was the school of thought. Well, it looks like now, since uh, things have changed in the landscape a little bit there in Arizona, it looks like Carrie is uh, is starting to inch ahead uh, in the most recent polls in Arizona. Here as we get to the finish line, uh, started to inch uh, inch her way. Um, it looks like just by, according to some of the polls, uh, by the skin of her teeth, past uh, Katie. So apparently, uh, at least in that little election, it looks like that it, the plan may be backfiring. <laughs> it's not not quite going according to plan. Oops. Oops. Oh well. What's the old saying? When we seek to deceive, what a web we weave, right? Something like that effect. Yep. And sometimes you get caught up in your own web, don't you? Gumball Christian talk that rocks. Who's moving to the second hour? Stick around. It's time for a laugh. This is the Family Comedy Minute with your daily dose of comedy, safe for the entire family. Now here's comedian David P. Dean. And how many of you parents have ever heard this from your kids? Mommy, Dad, you're weird. You're strange. Have you heard that from your teenage daughter? You're weird. We have a 17-year-old son and a 14-year-old daughter. We have Alex and Hannah. That's Hannah's big line. You're weird. You're strange. And then how does she greet her friends? for church going up to the pastor. Great sermon. Ah! No. I'm Tim DeTellis, and you've been listening to the Family Comedy Minute, a positive boost for your day. Visit us online at familycomedyradio.com. Needing a tuxedo? Why rent when you can buy one at only $89.99 at Suit City? Suit City has tuxedos, Steve Harvey suits, and blazers. 
and suits starting at $39.99. Shoes starting at $19.99 with brands such as Stacy Adams and more. At Suit City, we have all your accessories, hats, ties, and a wide variety to suit your needs. On any occasion, Suit City will have you looking your best. Suit City has pasta robes, men's suits, and dress suits, blazers plus men's shirts. Why rent a tuxedo when you can buy at Suit City at only $89.99? Visit our website at SuitCityUSA.com. That's SuitCityUSA.com. SuitCityUSA.com. Look your best with tuxedos and suits at Suit City with stores in Collinsville, Danville, and Roanoke. Hi, I'm Danny Ilo. You may know me as an actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill a values that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So remember the highest smart and bet on a vet. To learn more, call 888-44-SALUTE or visit saluteheroes.org. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus said, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Are you experiencing the power of God each day as you walk with Him? I was on a long road trip with a friend, and I noticed my car ran out of power. I was on the freeway, and I was stepping on the gas, but there was no acceleration. In fact, we were slowing down. Even though I continued to punch the fuel, no acceleration, no power. I realized later that my friend accidentally bumped the gear shift, so instead of being in drive, we were in N, neutral. What would you say about your spiritual life right now? Are you in neutral? Have you been stuck in the same place, stagnant, plateau? Maybe you're in reverse. You're going backwards. You used to love the Lord. You used to pray more. Or are you in drive? Are you moving forward? You receive power when you receive the Holy Spirit. To move forward, all you need to do is say, God, I surrender to you today. I yield today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. For more information, go to activatelife.org. Phone screen cracked? Oh, no. No problemo. Martinsville's premier store for all wireless repairs. Yes, it's Bono's Wireless, certified technician for service on iPhone, Android, iPad, and tablets. Yes, all phones, specializing in screen repairs. Bo has prepaid phones starting at $60 and unlimited prepaid services starting at just $30. They have carrier services on five different prepaid services from Verizon, Page Plus, Total Wireless, Net 10 and others. If you want your phone right, it's got to be done at Bow Nose Wireless. For repairs, buy, sell, and trade, it's Bow Nose Wireless. Stop in at 1620 Virginia Avenue across from Sports Lane in Martinsville. Call them at 638 6380. That's 638 6380. Bow Nose Wireless. Bow Nose Wireless. Bow Nose Wireless. Jesus 
Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the five loves of a Jesus freak. Write them down. Hide them in your heart. Here they are. Love God. Love his word. Love your enemies. Love your neighbor. Love truth. Sound easy? Not likely. If all that does come too easy for you, you're probably not working hard enough. On the other hand, these five loves should become second nature to any authentic Jesus freak if you let God's grace soften your heart. One more time, love God, love his word, love your enemies, love your neighbor, love truth. Amen. Everybody online, looking good. I'm kind of in the mood for some stimulating conversation. Start sequence. Five, four, three, two, one. And now, get in on the discussion now. Lines are open. And now, here's your host, Richie L. You have entered into the second hour, the second hour zone of Christian Talk That Rocks, which is sometimes wilder than the first hour. You never know. Uh, got a couple of websites for you, ChristianTalkThatRocks.net or ChristianTalkThatRocks.com. Uh, live on your email address, talk to Richiel at gmail.com, T-A-L-K-T-O-R-I-C-H-I-E-L at gmail.com, talk to Richiel at gmail.com. This broadcast available in several podcast locations. Here's just a handful. Just a handful. Uh, we've got Mixer Box, Anchor FM, uh, Pod Chaser, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Radio.net. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, Amazon. Yeah, just to name a few. There's more than that. Flagship station WMVA, The Gold Rush, which rebroadcasts Friday's show, Saturday, 10 a.m. to noon. I'm also working on trying to get a, uh, a guest on. I think that'll be quite a powerful guest if we can get uh, things lined up on the time. Uh, trying to get them on this Friday. Might have to wait maybe the following Friday or something like that, but trying to get them on this Friday. We'll see. I'll keep you posted. There's just a couple days from now, so we're trying to get that ironed out. Uh, White House has deleted a tweet flagged by Twitter. Whoops. That credited Biden for Social Security payment increase. Tweet came down without explanation from the White House. It's being reported by Peter Kasperowicz of Fox News, foxnews.com. The White House on, uh, well, this afternoon deleted a tweet that credited President Biden's leadership for the increase in Social Security payments, which was flagged by Twitter as something that was not quite accurate because it was actually caused by a 40-year high in inflation, <laughs> which, however, in a sense, he has been blamed for. So I guess in a way, it kind of was a semi-accurate tweet because he kind of is responsible for that in a way. Uh, but anyway, they, they, it was flagged. So, uh, and they and they added to it. Twitter said uh, seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in ten years uh, through Bi- through President Biden's leadership. The White House tweeted uh, they actually put that up uh, t- uh, on Tuesday afternoon. That tweet disappeared without any explanation from the White House by this afternoon. After Twitter said, "Yeah, well, maybe not quite." Uh, just for background here, so the way the law is written. If the uh, Bureau of Labor and Statistics posts for uh, 
extended period of, uh, extended period of time, pretty significant inflationary, uh, let's just say, sort of jackups on the prices of things. And then the law is written as such that then Social Security has to compensate at least a little bit for that. This is another reason why the numbers are kind of doctored uh, by the uh, BLS, Bureau of Labor and Statistics, because uh, Bureau of Labor and Statistics, um, if they put those numbers up there too high, then Social Security then has to go up really a lot more. So that's why they kind of doctor the numbers and don't count certain things and more volatile types of uh, items that people buy in terms of the price fluctuations, yada, yada, yada. You know, In other words, if you don't eat and you don't pay for gasoline in your car... Uh, and don't pay your electric bill. Hey, you know, here's what inflation is. Well, that's not really accurate. So anyway, they play with the numbers. That's the, the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. But when the numbers kind of continue to ramp up over a period of time, uh, the law says, okay, then Social Security has to kind of meet that to some extent. So that's why starting next year, everybody's going to be who's getting Social Security checks is going to be seeing uh, a bump up of in the ballpark of about, uh, uh, what is it, like 8.9% or something of that effect? A little less than 10%, I think, more or less. Uh, so that's that's what's going on there. Now, again, that tweet disappeared without any explanation. The White House also credited President Biden on uh, non-inflation for uh, rising Social Security payments uh, in, in a tweet. Um, the original tweet was accompanied by a note from Twitter, and this is what I think got yanked down, that said many readers were adding context to the White House message that said the jump in Social Security payments were due to the annual cost of living adjustment, which is based on the inflation rate. And that's what I was talking about. So they do that uh, cost of living adjustment, and that determines how much of a bump up that Social Security is going to get. It's going to get a pretty significant bump up next year because of how much inflation has risen in the past couple of years. Okay. Twitter, uh, Twitter also adds that context notes, by the way, when they are rated highly enough by Twitter users, a point that Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, stressed uh, on Wednesday morning. So he kind of weighed in on the thing, but then they suddenly kind of pulled that. White House said, eh, I think we're going to take that. That little tweet down, because that didn't quite come off the way we wanted it to. <laughs> People jumped all over it. And in fact, speaking of jumping on... Uh, things negatively that are kind of Biden related. Uh, according to this poll, a huge number of Democrats even believe that Biden has failed to earn voter support. It's being reported by World Net Daily News Services. The vast majority of Americans say current administration is not getting it done. Frontline, uh, uh, just a lot of the frontline voters and independents and Dems and Repubs, everybody. Um, more than one-fourth of all Democratic voters across the United States have concluded that their party's White House Senate and House monopoly in Washington, their party's leaders have not shown they deserve more time and control. Now, this is a new poll from Convention of States Action, which worked with the Trafalgar Group. Now, Trafalgar Group is one of the more, uh, I think, accurate pollsters out there. I think more bipartisan, it seems to me. Uh, It shows that a huge majority of Americans, 65.9%, say that President Biden and Democrat leadership have not made a strong enough case as to why the Democrat candidate should earn votes uh, and support in the 2020 midterm elections, 2022 midterm elections. The polling took place on October 25th through 30th and surveyed responses from more than 1,000 likely 2022 election voters. And that's across the board. That means Dems, Repubs, Independents, Libertarians, etc., etc. 
A full 28.5% of Democrats believe Biden and his team have not made a strong enough case as to why a Democrat candidate should earn voter support. That, according to this poll, that's actually more than a quarter. It's more than a fourth. It's almost approaching a third. The American people are wise, pragmatic, and understand what needs to be done to get the nation back on track, despite the fact that so many elected officials in Washington, D.C. do not, explained Mark Meckler, chief of convention states. In the final estimation, voters, even Democratic voters, have determined that the current leadership is not getting it done and believe Republicans will sweep big on Election Day. Now, I have said, let me interject here, I have said that I believe that you're going to see a lot of down-ballot, a lot of down-ballot crushing of Democrats, more so than up-ballot. I don't think that the sweep is going to be quite as big as a lot of people are predicting. Uh, I believe that the Repubs will take the House, no doubt. I don't think it'll be by quite as big a numbers, perhaps, as maybe some are projecting, but I believe they'll take it no problem. The Senate might be a different story. That's going to be tighter. They may, they may in fact, take the Senate, too, but I don't think it'll be by as many seats as some have been projecting. I think it'll be a lot lower. Maybe just by one seat. I mean, a majority is a majority, however you count it, but... Uh, I don't think it'll be quite as dramatic in the Senate as what you're, see, what you're going to see in the House. But I think down ballot is where there's really going to be a lot of jaw dropping. Okay, in local races, city races, county races, state races, et cetera, et cetera. However, our previous polling shows that Republicans have also failed to make a strong enough case to voters and thus should be mindful that if they succeed, the public has high expectation for them to fulfill campaign promises and deliver solutions, that, which they've not always had a real good track record of doing. Because Republicans have a tendency to say, you know what, we're going to get them next time. We're going to just kind of coast right now, but we got to set ourselves up for that 2024 election. Be prepared to hear that. Well, we don't want to shake up the, the apple cart too much because right now we need to focus on 2024 and getting our guy in the White House. And then we can really do what we promise to do. But in the meantime, we just kind of got to stay in this holding pattern, stay the course, uh, just keep Joe Biden blocked. But we're not going to, we're going to put anything new out there. We're just going to block everything he and and Democrats want to throw forward, we're just going to be a bunch of blockers. We're just going to play defense. So if you're expecting the Republicans to go on the offense, and I've seen this happen over and over and over with the Republicans. That's why I call them Republicans, because for some reason they just can't do it. They're always waiting for that next election. We're going to get them next time. We're going to, next time is when it's really going to happen. We promise. Next time. We're going to really, you just wait. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. In uh, 2018, before the midterms, when Donald Trump was begging for stuff to, to beef up border security, walls and more boots on the ground uh, in terms of the, B, the uh, BPs, Border Patrol folks, and all that uh, kind of good, happy stuff. And the Republicans, by the way, were running both the House and the Senate at the time. Not super huge majorities, but enough to get things done and could have written the man a blank check. Didn't do it. Because they were scared to death of... Uh, ticking off too many Hispanics in the midterms if they did that and losing the Hispanic vote. So they wouldn't give him the blank. They wouldn't, they wouldn't support what he was doing at that moment. So it's not just Uncle Joe Biden who bears responsibility for the border coming unglued. You got some Republicans that bear some responsibility too, who would not do what they could have done to beef up the border security that President Trump was asking for. At that time, they control, look, Congress controls the checkbook. That's, that's in your constitution. Okay, they control the checkbook. And the Republicans had enough of a majority in both houses to pretty much write them a blank check. They don't want it to. They didn't. 
And that's why they didn't. Now here we sit. Of course, I have been saying all along, real simple, just beef up the language, put some amendments into uh, 8 U.S.C. 1325, and make the first time you legally come across the border a felony, not the second time. Allegedly the second time. Who knows? It could be the fifth time. for only, I mean, who knows when the first time is? I mean, how do you really know in some cases for some of these folks? So it's just to beef it up and say, look, when you when you come across our border legally, we don't care you know, if, if you do it intentionally, obviously, not just because you accidentally took a wrong turn. But when you uh, in, intentionally come across our border unlawfully, well, then uh, guess what? You go to jail. You don't get turned loose and go to wherever and sent to, you know, whatever and put up in a nice motel somewhere, a hotel, and get all these goodies. You go straight to jail. And then uh, we have uh, the, the the time to do it. It's, you know, we don't know if that'll be tomorrow, or next week, or next month. We're going to put you on um, a bus or a plane or whatever, and you're going back into Mexico. And then, Mex- and then you're Mexico's problem. And, and watch how Mexico suddenly will seal up its southern border. <laughs> okay? So... That's the way to do it, but nobody wants to do that, you see. And, 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 and they could do it right now. Congress could do it this minute. Joe Biden wouldn't sign off on it. That's fine. You do it again. Then it doesn't matter if he signs off on it or not. He, he doesn't have to. Then it's law. That's how it works. You run it through once. The president says, well, I've, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm vetoing it. I'm, that doesn't kill it. You come back and you do it again. And then it's law. That's how it works. Okay. They could do that tomorrow. They could have done it months ago. They could have done it years ago. Years ago, Congress could have done this. Years ago, they could have put a amendment to 8 U.S.C. 1325. But but did they bother? No. Nope. Uh, the reporting explained that 75.4% of independent voters say Biden and his team have not made a strong enough case for the Democrat candidates to be elected. This is where the Democrats are going to be hurt is with the independents. Now, if this is accurate, when you've got three-fourths of independents saying, yeah, we're not, vote- we're not voting for you, we're going we're gonna to throw in behind the Republicans, it's over, the door's shut, game, game over. If this is accurate, this is game over for Democrats in the midterms. You're done. Start uh, clearing out your desk right now. Go ahead and get the cardboard box from the grocery store and start putting your stuff in it because you're gone. Because... When because uh, uh, independents are at least 42-43%, I think it may even be higher, but the, the latest numbers show roughly 42-43% of the registered electorate are independents. And if you got that many independents stacked against you along with Republicans and maybe even a few defecting Democrats, you're done. You're, I mean, you're toast. That's it. The, the math doesn't work in your favor. You're gone. And you could see some, some pretty uh, lopsided victories in, in some jurisdictions. I mean, in some precincts, you could see some really lopsided victories. If the independents throw in that much behind the repubs and, and a few Democrats peel away, you're going to see some really crazy lopsided numbers. There will be a lot of welling and gnashing of teeth come Monday uh, or uh, what Wednesday morning uh, of uh, November the 9th <laughs> if, if these numbers hold and if these numbers are accurate. That's a heck of a lot of independents. And I've been saying all along, these more and more our election cycles are being determined by the independents. Okay? They tend to be center, a little center-right. If you, if, you, if you nail them down and drill down to most, not all, but the lion's share of independents tend to be center, center-right. A little bit center-right. Okay, and if you if you can't grab that that crowd, and that's why Biden won because he got that crowd. He got those center, slightly center right 
um, independents that viewed Uncle Joe as more or less a moderate. Which, of course, some of us were saying he really wasn't. He was a wolf in sheep's clothing, and now a lot of people realize that. But, not trying to do the I told you so's, but I guess I told you so. But I, I think now the independents, having been fooled one time, you're not going to fool them again, I don't think, most of them. And they're going to go, yeah, okay, no, I don't think so. And they're pretty mad at, at Uncle Joe. They're pretty darn mad at Uncle Joe. Even if Joe Biden were to run in 2024, I don't think he'd win at this point. There's just no way. But he, but he may, and I've said this before, he may throw his hat in the ring for the primary. He's not going to get, he's not going to win the primary either. There's just no way. They're not going to run him twice. <laughs> it's just, that's, that's if, if he does end up running, they're not going to run, you know, and throwing his hat in the ring in the, in the primaries in 2023. It, it's, he's not going to run. I mean, he's not going to win. He may run, but he won't win. He won't get, he won't get the primaries. There's no way. If he does run in the primaries in 2023, I don't think he's uh, he's going to do it. I don't think it's going to happen. Especially if uh, Democrats get shut down in large numbers this midterm, there is no way. They'll consider him too much baggage. I mean, think about it for a minute. But Barack Obama's out there campaigning more than Joe right now. People want to be, they want the photo op with Barack Obama. They want the endorsement of Barack Obama not Joe Biden. Have you noticed that? I'm talking Dems. I'm talking the Democrats now. They want to have the, the, the photo op, the selfie with uh, Barack Obama, not Joe Biden. That's your bellwether as to how nervous <laughs> the DNC is right now when they've picked up the phone and said, look, Barry, I know you're really busy. I know you're retired, I, 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 but can you come out and help us? And that's what he's done. Because they know in some of these really tight races, in some of these swing races, so to speak, in some of these swing states, so to speak, they got to bring in the heavy lifting. They they got to bring in, uh, they got to bring in Barack Obama, because Joe Biden can't do it. They don't want him to do it. It's like just no, just J- Joe, you go somewhere else. Thanks. That tells you all you need to know right there, of where the Dems are sitting, and it's uh, it's not a good spot. It's, it's it's not a good spot. But that means also that the pressure is going to be on the Republicans. Everybody's going to be looking at Republicans uh, come January and say, okay, now put your money where your mouth is. And Republicans have a bad history of oftentimes not putting their money where their mouth is and come up with 28 excuses, including we're going to wait until the next election cycle to do. We're just going to j- just stay the course, just kind of just, just kind of be custodians of the thing, just kind of sit tight until we get our guy in the White House. That's a game they play every single time. But if they play that game this time, I think they're toast in 2024. And I would I would even go so far as to say that you might see a new party potentially emerge in 2024 to give uh, the Dems and pubs both a run. We got more to come. Stick around. More talk continues next with Richie L. More Christian talk that rocks next. Are there some things about your life that you wish were different? Actually, it's not too late for a change. Here's a moment with Charles Stanley. I would like to give you at this moment the opportunity of changing the direction of your life, the eternal destiny of your life, and the condition of your life. And here's how you can do that. You can recognize honestly that you're a sinner. 
that you've sinned against God and that you don't deserve anything. So the invitation is this, to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and acknowledge that you've never trusted him as your Savior. You've tried to do good, but the Bible states that that doesn't work. He says, by works of righteousness which you've done, no person's ever been saved. I want to invite you to invite Jesus Christ into your life, asking him to forgive you of your sins, surrendering yourself to him personally, and saying, Lord, I want you in my life. I want you to live your life in and through me. I need the forgiveness of my sins. I do want to go to heaven when I die, but I want my life to count now. And most of all, I want Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. Learn more about how Jesus Christ can change the course of your life. Visit us at intouch.org. And now, a man whose secret ambition is to become a host of a Japanese game show, Richie L. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that... I'm going to move away from this, move into some other stuff here in a sec. But I think uh, Americans are, uh, generally speaking, most folks are, as Americans are wont to do, voting wallet this time around. And that shouldn't come as a big shock or surprise. Seems like a lot of the pundits in the cups of hair on the various, uh, on some of the various uh, media outlets, cable media outlets, are just, just can't believe that they're not voting more for saving our democracy, even though we're not really a democracy. Saving our democracy. So what if you're paying too much at the pump and you're starving to death? It's about democracy, darn it. Suck it up. Who cares if you're not going to have enough home heating oil for your your oil tank this winter and you're going to probably freeze to death, suck it up for democracy. Yeah, that's not selling very well. <laughs> right, wrong, or indifferent, it's not selling. It, it, people just, they're, yeah, they're not buying that one. They just are not buying that one. This is a study that to me is uh, quite disturbing, but not, but again, not shocking. Although the title here says shocking new survey. I, not so much for me. Uh, this being reported by Billy Halliwell, used to be with The Blaze, now with FaithWire.com. Uh, America at Moral Crossroads, shocking new survey on whether man or God should determine what is right and wrong, right versus wrong. Uh, in, the, in the article, he goes on to say, America is at a moral crossroads with the Judeo-Christian tradition that once underpinned culture being pushed aside and replaced by the gospel of, of the self. Well, that's called uh, secular humanism which I have argued for quite some time is, in, in a sense, very much a religion. Or at least a quasi-religious doctrine of sorts. The America's Value Study, which is a new survey from the Cultural Research Center at Arizona Christian University, showcases the extent to which this dynamic is gripping Americans' hearts and minds. Respondents were asked, regardless of their faith, about America's foundation for determining right and wrong. They were given three options. The Bible what respondents feel in their hearts, or majority rule. The great proportion, 42%, selected what people feel in their heart. 
compared to 29% who said majority rule. That's mobocracy. And an additional 29% who chose the Bible. So that what's what's disturbing to me is not simply the 42% number, but the 29%, almost, might as well say about 30%-ish probably, a little less than a third of Americans say, well, right, what's right and wrong is what the majority says it is. Well, again, that's called tyranny of majority or mobocracy. That's what our founding fathers were scared to death of. Another reason for not having a full-tilt democracy. Because a full-tilt democracy, a full, full, true democracy, as I've said before many times, I'll say it again, is two wolves and a rabbit voting on what's for supper. Guess who's eating and guess who gets eaten. Um, but the, a large proportion, 42%, said what people feel in their heart. Of course, what does the Bible say about that? Well, it, the Bible warns that the heart can be deceptive. And who can understand it? Well, God does, but in terms of men. Uh, Dr. George Barna, who conducted the research, released a statement f- uh, framing these data points in another way, stated differently, 7 out of 10 adults now contend that man, rather than God, should be the judge of right and wrong. Yep. Uh, the reality runs counter-biblical and explains why society has descended into moral chaos, underscoring that point. Barna and people are becoming increasingly comfortable with the notion that they're, they are arbiters of morality. In the same way that most Americans now contend that there is no absolute moral truth. In other words, it's moral relativism. That also now, They also now believe that there is no divine guidance required or even available to define right and wrong, he said. The group most likely to see emotions as being the arbiter of moral truth were those with no religious affiliation, 53%. Again, not surprising to me. Those who prioritize happiness, comfort, and equality, 51%. You see, I've been contending on this show for some time, very been very consistent on this, that there is no such thing as uh, objective truth anymore. It's all subjective, and it's how you feel. That's reality, how you feel. Well, I feel like a woman today, therefore I am. How I, f- therefore I feel. In other words, therefore I am. It's how I feel. That that emotions are what's reality, regardless of what reality actually is. It's how you feel. It's all about feelings. And again, I have said over and over in the age of Oprah, and Doctor Drew, it's about how you feel. Well, Bob, when Marjorie says what she just said, how does that make you feel? Because again, feelings are 99.9999% of reality in our society today. This is why, this is why if you hurt somebody's feelings, it's a higher crime than if you knock the tar out of them. If you beat them up to a darn near pulp, well, you know, you might go to jail, but with the new bail reform, you're probably out in a couple hours. But if you hurt their feelings, for heaven's sakes, you're going to lose your job. You're going to be canceled on social media. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll be, you'll be blocked and turned every other where. And if, and in fact, if they think that what you said is hate speech, you're probably going to get a phone call from a federal agent. You see, this is the age in which we live now where feelings are supreme. Objective truth is out the window. There's no such thing. It's all about feelings and how you feel is what is genuine reality. Not what you are. Well, yeah, you may have the full-blown genitalia of a male, and you may have been born as a male with full-functioning, full-blown genitalia. Everything's working fine. You know, you pass the uh, the physical exam. The doctor gives you a grade A-plus on your health. But if you feel like a woman, then a woman is truly what you are. Well, what if I feel like a T-Rex? 
Y'all been joking about that. What if I feel like a T-Rex and I want to chomp somebody's head off? Okay, for a snack. Because I'm a little hungry. I'm a hungry T-Rex. Is that what I really am? Well, you know, we've got now some schools around the country and in parts of the world where, you know, if you show up in a furry bunny costume or a cat costume, well, that's who you really are. So the school will make accommodations. That's who you are. That's what you are, you see. So (laughs) I feel, therefore I am. Not I think, therefore I am, but I feel, therefore I am. If I feel... I'm a man, even though I'm a fully functional, great A-plus healthy woman with all the working equipment, okay, that a woman is supposed to have, biologically correct, everything, you know, no birth defects or whatever, everything is, uh, you know, full-on, 100% woman, A-plus physical exam, no health problems, you're good to go, you know, you're 21, 22, whatever years old, young and fit and ready to roll. But you feel like a man that woman uh, that that morning, even though you are the doctor has said you're a fully functioning, healthy biological specimen of a woman. I feel like a man, therefore I am deep down truly a man, and I'm not a woman. At least today, but then tomorrow I might feel different. So I don't know because you know this gender fluidity thing. You know, it kind of comes and goes day to day. You never know. And so people are saying, "Well, that's 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 their reality. That's reality. Well, it's their reality, but it's reality that you have to accept it. That's reality." Because that's how they feel. So it's it's their reality, but then you have to accept it as reality, and you must affirm them. Because otherwise, you're a mean, rotten person that needs to be put into a, a, a casket with iron spikes in it. So in other words, you're forced to divorce yourself from what you know is reality. You can sit there and look at it. Well, they sure as heck look like a woman, sound like a woman. Um, the doctor said they're a full-blooded, healthy female specimen. Everything works. But they're a man. I'm supposed to say, Sir? Not ma'am. I'm supposed to say him, not her, or, or I get fired. HR will write me up if I don't say yes, sir, to this woman. Because today she she announced she feels like a man, so we must all address her as sir. Yes, sir. And don't compliment the dress she's wearing because that really makes you a uh, uh, just just a total uh, toxic masculine male. That makes you a total idiot. You compliment her on how nice she looks today, how nice her hair looks. That's a great shade of purple you're wearing today in your hair. Don't say that. Just just say, yes, sir, and keep your eyes diverted down at your computer uh, keyboard. Okay? Recognize and notice nothing else, or you will be written up by HR, and you will be also taking a diversity course. You'll be forced to go through... Eight hours of diversity training. If you don't call her sir. Got it? So this is the reality, sadly, or quasi-insane reality, that we're uh, forcing ourselves into these days. So these numbers don't surprise me at all. So man gets to make up the rules. Man gets to decide. The mob gets to decide. And if you rely on some fictional, fake, phony god out that you think exists out there, some spaghetti monster in the universe, well, you're a nitwit. And actually, we should discriminate against you because you're dangerous to society. Matter of fact, we need to round up you people and put you in uh, concentration camps and re-educate you uh, whack-job Jesus freaks. Everybody knows Jesus is a myth. He didn't really exist. He was just, He was a nice guy, but he wasn't God in the flesh. He wasn't some 
he was more he was he was maybe a little bit of a prophet but what whatever we all know that he studied under some guru at age 12 in india we all know he's probably from india or at least spent time in india even the bible is silent on what he was doing between ages 12 through 30 so he was studying under some guru in india everybody knows that come on the da vinci code and all that so haven't you read that don't you know what's going on what's the matter with you are you that stupid you're one of those stupid christians Gosh, you people get on my nerves. People just totally get on my nerves. You should be banned from all of of social media. You should just be banned. Just have your own like little colony somewhere, and leave the rest of us alone with your with your garbage, your God talk. Always talking about God, your invisible fake monster God that you believe in. What's wrong with you? Go away. Shut up. You're ignorant. You're Neanderthal. You're a throwback. Yeah. So, again, I'm not surprised by these numbers. I confirm everything I've been warning and harping on for some time. Let's take a break. By the way, when you do street ministry, you hear it all. Let me tell you. <laughs> Jesus, break. And you have various gestures, you know, that come your direction, too. It's a- Got to try and decipher. Back with more. Hi, I'm Danny Ilo. You may know me as an actor, but one of the things that I'm most proud of is my service to this country. In the Army, I saw firsthand how training and discipline instill a value that create great leadership abilities and a can-do spirit. Those same strong values stay with service members when they return to civilian life and enter the workplace. So remember the highest smart and bet on a vet. To learn more, call 888-44-SALUTE or visit saluteheroes.org. Needing a tuxedo? Why rent when you can buy one at only $89.99 at Suit City? Suit City has tuxedos, Steve Harvey suits, and blazers. And suits starting at $39.99. Shoes starting at $19.99 with brands such as Stacey Adams and more. At Suit City, we have all your accessories, hats, ties, and a wide variety to suit your needs. On any occasion, Suit City will have you looking your best. Suit City has pastor robes, men's suits, and dress suits, blazers plus men's shirts. Why rent a tuxedo when you can buy at Suit City at only $89.99? Visit our website at SuitCityUSA.com. That's SuitCityUSA.com. SuitCityUSA.com. Look your best with tuxedos and suits at Suit City with stores in Collinsville, Danville, and Roanoke. So just based on that, uh, what I shared with you on that poll, these next two, uh, two or three stories should not surprise you. All right. They, even though you probably still will be, they should not come as a shock to you knowing where most people in this country are at, you know, spiritually and in their and in their minds and what they think reality is and what they think subjective reality is and truth is and isn't and so on and so forth. Uh, that all having been said, so now we have a middle school that's telling the teachers to hide students' preferred names and pronouns from the parents. We don't need to let the parents know about this. Now, again, I've said over and over again, when somebody starts trying to hide things, Start, it starts being sneaky about stuff. Unless they're su- pl- planning your surprise birthday party, 
you should be very suspect. You should be very cautious and concerned. You should be highly concerned, very concerned. Be afraid, be very afraid, in the sense that there's something going on. And this is the way a lot of uh, uh, perpetrators of sexual abuse of children and so on. You know, this will be our little secret. Don't tell your mom and dad, okay? This is our little secret. That, 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 I mean, that is, the, <laughs> that is the clarion call of all uh, just about uh, folks that, that abuse, sexually abuse and otherwise abuse children. Don't tell your parents about it. Don't tell your parents what we did. It's just our little thing, okay? Middle school, again, tells teachers to hide students' preferred names and pronouns from parents being reported by Candace Hathaway. Uh, com. Teachers at, Pencil- at a Pennsylvania middle school have been instructed to address their students by their preferred names and pronouns. The educators are also warned not to inform students or parents about any gender identity changes also, this, uh, I'm sorry, that was being reported, this is being reported by the Daily Caller, not, uh, I'm sorry, not, uh, not Broadway, Daily Caller News Foundation. Uh, not to, to, to uh, inform students' parents about any gender identity changes, that according to an internal email obtained by the Daily Caller, Southern Lee School District's intermediate school in, enrolls students 9 to 12 years old. The middle schools, uh, and, and again, these are 9 to 12 year olds, this isn't like 18 year olds. The middle school's principal sent an internal email on October the 7th, 2021, telling staff that they are required to use students' preferred names and pronouns without informing the parents. Now, of course, this is during pandemic time when some kids are you know, learning from home, but mom and dad happen to walk by the computer and hear it. What? <laughs> the email read, quote, if a student shares with you that they are either questioning their gender identity or would prefer you to call them a name or pronoun that does not appear to match their biological sex, you should do this. Go ahead and do it anyway. Okay? And don't say anything to the parents about shh, 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 Okay, just be, just be quiet. Keep it quiet. Shh, yeah. The school official advised teachers to bypass parents and the children directly uh, how, and ask the children directly how they would prefer to be identified. Okay? Not because the parent came in and said, look, she's going through a phase, so we refer to her as a he right now, and, and instead of Josephine, she wants to go by the name of Joe. So uh, that's not, in other words, this wasn't coming from a parent. This is just, well, we're going to keep this from the parents. If a student shares with you that they are homosexual, transgender, bisexual, or questioning, they left out gender fluid. Uh, they're so horrible for leaving that out, by the way. They are doing this in, in confidence just as much as they would with our guidance staff. Principal's email continued. This is not something you should report to parents. And definitely something you should share with our guidance staff, unquote. Parents asked the Daily Caller to uh, omit the name of the principal who sent the email. They noted that retaliation against the school official would distract from addressing the issues with the recommended guidance. The school also permits students to use the restroom that corresponds with their gender identity. In other words, how they feel that day. Well, I feel like a girl today, so I'm going to go into the girls' room. And how many 12-year-old boys are wanting to go into a girl's room, not because they feel like they're a girl, but because they're just going to say it because they can go in and look at the girls. Yeah, you know, I mean, how, how much of that's happening? <laughs> the uh, principal's email, st- or, the, or maybe vice versa, the principal's email stated that if a teacher denied transgender students access to the restrooms that align with their gender identity, how they feel that morning, it may be a potential Title, uh, a title IX sex discrimination violation, which, is, of course, is a complete misunderstanding of Title IX, as is uh, as it appears in um uh in the civil rights act okay that that's that's made up just to let you know 
That's not what the Civil Rights Act says. But there's been a spin and a broadening of the term sex, and some courts, lower courts, have gone on with it. Because you might be wondering, well, where are they getting this idea from? A complete misunderstanding of that section of the Civil Rights Act. They've twisted it and warped it and flipped it on its head and turned it into a pretzel to come up to this. And lawyers have done it, and schools are scared to death now. But they need to be more scared to death of parents, frankly, but they're more scared to death of lawyers from activists. Her activist lawyers, take your pick. One uh, parent who asked to remain anonymous told the Daily Caller that he is concerned that the middle school's guidance hides essential information about their child's mental state from parents. Yep, uh, he called it deeply disturbing and obviously unacceptable. The idea that a principal requiring, is requiring teachers to take direction from students as young as nine years old on how to communicate with parents is patently absurd. The parents said this is a ridiculous abduction of responsibility, abdication of responsibility. Well, they're interfering in that responsibility, frankly. The parent argued that the policy poses serious issues of parental rights, transparency, freedom of speech, and freedom of religion, both under federal law and state law, which are supposedly protected, actually, by, by said Civil Rights Act. But anyway, this is some of the nonsense, and, and this is where this kind of insanity, or this view of, this view of thinking, which is poll confirmed, leads you to this kind of nonsense, okay? Because insanity tends to breed insanity, and foolishness tends to uh, breed foolishness. Let's take it a step further. School district installed anti-police board director. Let me repeat that. School district installs anti-police board director with criminal record who once told protesters to tear everything up in this blanking city. Insert your own word there. Parents outraged over the board's completely baffling decision. Being reported by Candace Hathaway, theblaze.com. District 2 uh, board director uh, uh, Talunska Reed. Earlier in this month, Washington's Olympia School District, this is in the state of Washington, Olympia School District Board voted unanimously to appoint a board director with a criminal record and history of anti-police statements. This is a school board director now, okay? Having authority and power over your school district and your kids up to a point. Talana Reed was sworn in as the school's board, uh, uh, board's District 2 board director on October 27th. That's a mouthful. According, Don't try this at home, kids. Don't leave it to us professionals. According to a district press release, while typically an elected position, why wasn't it this time, Reed was selected to fill the vacancy after the previous director resigned, probably in disgust or shame, in June. That, according to the district, vacancies are filled by conducting interviews with a board instead of being voted in. Reed will serve a one-year term through December 2023. The board praised Reed's advocacy and experience working with underserved members of our community by telling them to go out and burn it down and to defund the cops. Yeah, great job. Great community activism. Mm -hmm. After being appointed to the board, a video surfaced from July 2021 of Reed speaking at a protest outside the state capitol. You're going to hear that in a sec. Video captures Reed referring to the police as pigs and shouting, blank the police. It amazes me how those pigs can sit over there and, and watch us peacefully. Anyway, you'll hear that in a sec. Uh, Alicia Perkins, a concerned parent, told Fox and Friends first about uh, uh, host Todd uh, Pirro uh, uh, about the fact that the school board's decision to appoint Reed was completely baffling. Well, not again when you understand how people are thinking these days. You see, this you got to get down to the root of what's going on here. And it, in large part, is a spiritual problem, not simply a political problem. It's a spiritual problem. You want to change the laws? Change the hearts of the lawmaker. Let me let you hear this uh, this clip. This is from Fox and Friends, and we'll go to break after that. But it's, it's one parent who's pretty flipped out. 
I don't blame them. But but again, <laughs> there is cause and effect. Uh, what a person believes and how their uh, their processing system is inside themselves, what their belief system is, will ultimately translate into actions, either either good or adverse. Now this works. From the Olympia School District in Washington State are speaking out after an anti-police activist, Jaluna Reed, was appointed as a school board director. This just days after Reed was sworn in, videos of her anti-police statements beginning to circulate online. Take a look at this. The police, man. The police, and they don't pay attention until we tear up. So just see, before I get started, tear everything up in the city until they do what we want them to do. A parent from that district, Alicia Perkins, is outraged, and she joins me now. Alicia, how was someone like that put in a position of power over our children? Well, that's the question, and that is why there are so many of us up in arms over this. In addition to that video, um, Ms. Reed has been shown to have an extensive criminal record that should have immediately excluded her from this position. You would think. So it's really um, a question as to how this could happen. There's a series of guilty pleas to a number of charges spread out over a number of years. There are also a number of other charges that she did not plead guilty to, but are still outstanding. To make matters worse, Reed also words, taking it a step further, issues. calling cops, and I quote, pigs. Watch this. It amazes me how those pigs can sit over there to watch us peacefully discuss, talk about what we want changed in this, in this state. It amazes me. Alicia, the people that are in positions of power should reflect the communi communities that they are in power over. Is that a belief that a lot of parents in Olympia have, that police are pigs? Absolutely not. And I think a larger issue here, setting Ms. Reed aside, is that we clearly have a school board that was bound and determined to um, place her in this position. And they have proven themselves incapable of making reasonable decisions. Um, it's all, I've also been made aware that no staff, no district employees, uh, no union members, no one was asked for input on this. The community obviously was not allowed to vote for a position that usually is elected. So it appears that our board was so ideologically driven, perhaps, that they were determined at all costs to have Ms. Reed appointed. Oh, the well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, then you've got this, and we'll go to break real quick. There's an, an ad that's blasting uh, many politicians for pushing sexual agendas on our children. Now, the story before this one, <clears throat> pardon me, was about, okay, you know, whatever the kid feels that day, or et cetera, et cetera, don't tell mom or dad. Uh, and that kind of goes back to some of this activism. Uh, this being reported by Spencer Lindquist, Breibart.com. Uh, politicians are pushing sexual agendas on our children, a new advertisement from Citizens for Sanity Charges. The advertisement attained exclusively by Breitbart News asserts that uh, many uh, politicians, of course, school boards and yada yada, are pushing both X-rated drag shows for kids and pornography in elementary schools. And parents across the country, of course, have been fighting back against school boards that have allowed sexually explicit pornographic books aimed at children to be featured in library collections. We're not talking high school here. We're talking like, you know, Grade school, middle school, you know, younger kids. Um, and the New York Times also defended an explicit book aimed at children called "Sex and the Funny Word." Sex is a funny word, which has been found in various school libraries. The author of the book, named Corey Silverberg, is a co-founder of what was referred to as a beginner's sex shop. 
and again aimed at young minors okay <laughs> little kids uh you know not your typical like uh, you know regular toy store but a uh, different kind of toy toy store of, of course if you get my drift anyway here's the uh, here's the ad uh now i'm not playing it but i'm just letting you hear it i just want you to hear it and then we're gonna go to break but this is the uh Left-wing politicians are pushing sexual agendas on our children. X-rated drag shows for kids, pornography in elementary schools. Now they want to charge you with a felony if your school wants you to change your kid's gender and you don't agree. Legally require movie theaters, restaurants, and other businesses to let men use the women's restroom. The radical left has lost their minds, and it's only getting worse. Stop the insanity. Citizens for Sanity paid for this ad. So there's an organization, again, called Citizens for Sanity. Uh, and that ad is running on a lot of uh, uh, stations around the, well, not a lot, but some stations and talk shows and so forth around the country. You might have heard it. You may not have. But th- that's that's an ad that's out there. I think there's also a um, a TV version of it. Uh, don't expect to see it on YouTube or any place like that, of course. Got to go to break. When we come back... Uh, something that should be disturbing to anybody. I don't care where you sit. Boots on the ground. American boots on the ground. Yup. In Ukraine. Not a morning person but wants breakfast? Well, it's all-day breakfast at Ronnie's Restaurant on 112 New Market Street in Mayadan. Start your day with a morning breakfast any time of the day. Ronnie's Restaurant also serves succulent steak and seafood, plus homemade meats and vegetables. Come see us at Ronnie's Restaurant Mayadan at 112 New Market Street. Yes, we're fully open. We're open Monday through Saturday from 6 to 9 p.m. We do concessions and catering. Call in orders at 336-916-0042. That's 336-916-0042. Ronnie's Restaurant in Mayadan. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. All right, there's a study There's a study out now before we go to the other news I have here for you. A study uh, the pandemic will cost students nearly 21, or, or sorry, nearly $1 trillion, $1 trillion in lifetime earnings. Every state saw a decline in math scores during COVID. Being reported by Reagan Rees Daily Caller News Foundation, students' lifetime income will suffer a loss of nearly $1 trillion bucks as a result of the nation's dramatic learning decline. That according to the results of a new study, and that's also potentially a lot of tax dollars. For all these people that want those tax dollars to finance various programs. Well, you can have less. Uh, how's that sound? And how does that feel? National Assessment of Education Progress, or the NAEP data from October 24, showed that every state saw a decline in its math scores, while September data demonstrated that reading scores fell back 30 years to about 1991 levels after the COVID-19 pandemic due to the shutdowns. The drop in math and reading scores will cause Americans to lose about almost a trillion bucks in the lifetime earnings, that according to a study done by Tom Kane, a Harvard economist from Harvard Yard, and Douglas O. Stager, an economics professor at Dartmouth. Quote, we uh, uh, interpret this evidence as saying that 
NAEP means something. Steger told the 74, uh, a nonprofit news organization that focused on education. When there are improvements in scores, those kids coming out of school are going to have a better outcomes later in life. And we can infer from this recent decline that all the cohorts in school now are going to do a bit worse than we expected. Unquote. School districts that chose to stay remote during the pandemic suffered learning losses of at least 20% greater than the schools who returned to in-person learning, that according to a report by the Education Recovery Scoreboard. In the 2020-2021 school year, reading levels for students in remote learning dropped 20% more and math levels dropped 41% more than in-person schools, that according to that study. The most recent high school graduates scored an average of 19.8 out of 36 on the ACT. All right, so there you have that. Oh, but but Randy Weingarten, head of the American uh, Teachers uh, Federation of Teachers, oh, let's just have some amnesty. Well, okay, fine. You know what? I'll give you and all the politicians and everybody amnesty when I get uh, a little amnesty myself and I get a little bit of uh, of a refund on all the uh, uh, earnings that I lost because I wouldn't take the vaccine. How about that? Well, that's a two-way street, right? How about a little uh, little bit of compensation to those of us that got hurt because of your stuff? Yeah, that'll never happen. Don't hold your breath. All right, finally there's this, and it's disturbing. Pentagon uh, is now saying that, yeah, there are boots on the ground in Ukraine. Pentagon says U.S. US troop on the ground in U- Ukraine. Being reported by Artmore World Net Daily, the Pentagon says an American defense attache, in other words, a handful of folks, of military personnel is on the ground in Ukraine to ensure, here's what they're doing, just to ensure that weaponry and ammunition supplied at U.S. taxpayer expense do not end up on the black market. In other words, no, they don't go to the cartels in Mexico. Okay. Under the command of Brigadier General Garrick Harmon, Military operation conducted along with the Office of Defense Cooperation operating out of the U.S. Embassy in Kiev or Kiev or whatever, will inspect American taxpayer-funded weaponry supplied to the Ukrainians, the Defense Department said. Several inspections already have taken place, a senior defense official said at a briefing. The U.S. is taking proactive steps to prevent arms from falling into the hands of smugglers and criminals, the Pentagon said, noting there is no evidence of any equipment being diverted. Well, then why are they there? Uh, Don uh, Bolduck, a retired U.S. Army Brigadier General who is actually running for U.S. Senate in New Hampshire, said in an interview Tuesday that boots on the ground is a very concerning sign. I agree with him on that because that's how it starts. Yep, that's usually how it starts, gang. So that's very bad news in my opinion. That's usually how this stuff starts. Uh-huh. And on that note, <laughs> let me tell you something. Pray for our nation, Okay. Continue praying, keep praying, pray hard, hit your knees. Don't just vote, pray, okay? Got to go. Be sure to uh, check out the websites, christiantalkthatrocks.enter.com. Also, make sure you take care of yourself and those that you love, and remember that God is love. See you next time.